happy April for our mini pod number two. We are very excited to have four states represented on today's podcast um, coming to you from different corners of the United States. So we are very thankful to have uh, our chairman, Mark Beto, MCMCCE from Myers Park Country Club in Charlotte, North Carolina with us as well. And our president and CEO, Jeff Morgan, F-A-S-A-E-C-A-E, from somewhere in Maryland, joining us as well. And uh, I have my co-pilot, Kyle Jennings, from the coast of California. Yes. And I'm uh, sitting in the lovely suburbs of Virginia, so we're very excited to to be able to talk to these gentlemen today and and, uh, get some insight into what's going on um, in CMA and... um, in our industry right now. So. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us guys. Great to be here. All right. Well, I guess we'll get things started. Um, Jeff, we'll start with you. Do you want to give a brief rundown of what CMAA is doing right now as we're in this crazy time? Absolutely. It is crazy. And it's great to be here with both of you um, virtually and with everybody else, too. We are in week five of the the COVID crisis and CMA pivoted pretty quickly, um, very quickly um, to serve our members. And and really that service comes in those three areas that CMA is best known for um, community and community with our online connect community. We've picked up virtual communities and everybody is sharing online and doing all this, this great stuff um, in their clubs that we're all picking up ideas from. And then in the information area, uh, we have been doing, uh, we have the Be Prepared website and the communications team, you and, and Kyle, you and Melissa have been putting every piece of information that we can to help our members um, in all sorts of ways. And that has been terrific. And that information uh, goes down into, we've been doing two research uh, uh projects regularly, one on operation status of clubs and the other one on staffing. And then things like the podcast and the weekly and all the other communication pieces have provided all sorts of information to our members, as well as, you know, I I should mention in the information area advocacy, um, our grassroots advocacy has been very strong. Um, We're up well over 12,000 letters on the the C7 status, and that doesn't talk about what other associations have done. And I know our peers at the PGA and GCSA and NCA and NGCOA have all been sending. So all of that fits into information. Last area is professional development or education. And we've been doing several podcasts a week, sometimes almost one a week. And what has amazed me is that as we continue to do these, the numbers grow um, as opposed to diminish. And, you know, what that tells me is that we've reached um, a a new norm um, in operations in our clubs, which is impressive considering what we're living in. And um, folks are focused on on education and learning, and um, that is the core of, of what CMA is about, community information and professional development. And it's, you know, we will continue to do these webinars. There's no lack of, of, of information that we can push out to help our members. And um, that's what we're here for. So that's been some of the stuff we've been focused on and hopefully it's been helpful to everybody. Yeah, we certainly hope so. And those webinars are, I mean, they're crazy. We, like you mentioned, we were doing almost one a day for the past couple of weeks. 
Um, we are also doing a couple of webinars sprinkled throughout for uh, CSFA um, as well that are more tailored to the spa and fitness side of things. Um, so that's a great way that we're kind of trying to touch all of the different bases um, within our association and within the Club Spa and Fitness Association. Um, Jeff, you kind of got into the hashtag game early. Um, <laughs> And we've been using the hashtag CMAA strong now for a couple of weeks pretty regularly. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that movement um, sort of means to you and, and why you wanted to get that started? Well, it was something that we see, you know, when, when communities go through disasters, more natural disasters, that were Nashville strong or were whatever strong. And, you know, really... That is what CMA is about. Um, we are CMA strong, and it's really a message of resilience. Um, our members have been very resilient. While a third of our clubs are closed, two-thirds are, are open in some sort of capacity. And, you know, our members have really done such amazing things to adjust um, to this environment. And that resiliency in serving our members is really what this hashtag is about, as well as, you know, we're all ready to come back into normal life and we'll get there at some point. Um, but, you know, we are a proud community. We are a strong community. Um, COVID, which is the worst crisis that all of us have probably ever lived through, did not push our members down. They reacted, um, you know, in such amazing ways that I think CMA strong, you know, really is a, is a great umbrella term that really shows that resilience in our community. And it's just makes me proud to, to be CMA's president and CEO. And I know for all the staff, it makes us all proud to, to work for members that, you know, have been so resilient too. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's been really fun to see a lot of the different efforts that are being put forth. I know you're sharing a lot on social media. So if you don't follow Jeff on Twitter, uh, definitely do so. So you can kind of stay up to speed on, on all of the different um, efforts that are going on, just sharing everything that he sees, I feel like. <laughs> Anything that he comes across with the hashtag CMA Strong, so it's, it's been really cool to see how all of our different clubs are adapting and, and giving back in a lot of ways. Um, to either their members or their communities, which has been really, really neat. Um, well, thank you, Jeff, and, for sharing that. And, and Kyle, I'm just going to to add this. It's it's also yeah. meaningful to me because so many of our members have been doing so many good things for the hospitals and the, mm -hmm. the workers. And my wife is an ICU nurse, and I'm actually relocated over the weekend because the wave has come to Maryland now. And um, I'm now staying at our, our condo, our vacation condo. And so seeing that is a personal thing for me that, that so many clubs have stepped up to, to help the hospital workers and uh, to help others in our community. They're just ordinary people that are really our, our heroes today. So I had to make that plug for my wife as she's after 37 years, she's a pretty important piece of my life. Absolutely. And I think that that actually brings up a great point. We've done, couple different pushes over the last few weeks for um, donations of PPE. Um, as Jeff mentioned, our healthcare workers in our hospitals are some of our most important members in this fight against COVID. And um, many of them are without proper personal protective equipment. Oh, look, Mark puts on his mask right now. Um, but you've seen calls over the past few weeks for certain things like face shields or N95 masks or even gowns um, that can be used in hospitals. And I mean, I've seen 
people that I know that work in hospitals going in wearing like masks that they would wear for welding because they literally don't have enough um, in their hospitals. So one of the things we've asked um, clubs to do is to take a look um, around their facilities, around their homes even, and see if they have any N95 masks or even gloves that could be donated to a local hospital. Um, there's tons of information online about what kind of equipment is needed, but we've been work, uh, recommending looking at the Get Us PPE movement. There's a website that corresponds with that. You can find that information on cmaa.org as well. But please take a look around your facilities um, for any equipment that you might have that's not being used right now because your clubs are closed. Um, and if you can get it to a local hospital or even if you know a nurse, if you know a doctor that you can drop it off with or have them come pick it up, I'm sure that they would be very appreciative. Um, we probably all know at least one person that works in a hospital, and it becomes a very personal thing very quickly when you think about it. So thank you for that reminder, Jeff, and thank you to Susie especially for the work that she's doing right now. Um, all right, well, on that note, we will move to Mark. <laughs> As he took off his his mask so he could talk to us, um, Mark, how are you doing, and how is how are things at Myers Park? Well, good good morning, Cal and Melissa and Jeff, and uh, we're doing we're doing we're doing well here. We're blessed, um, and, and all uh, our staff and memberships uh, in, in very good shape, uh, healthy and safe. But just as importantly, I I, I want to commend our our CMA national staff and also all our managing directors all across the country who've done a wonderful job of pivoting and being so nimble and so responsive uh, to, to the membership. We are so blessed to have such a wonderful organization who constantly is providing us more information, uh, latest and greatest information as it relates to COVID-19, whether it's the, the, the webcast or the podcast or, you know, Melissa taking phone calls at all hours of the night from a manager at Myers Park who has questions about the uh, uh, about what's going on with the legislation and how quickly you're able to get that out to the membership and also help lead with our with our allied associations a uh, uh, opportunity for us to rally and, and reach out to I think it's over 10,000 letters uh, to to Congress as it relates to uh, Air Act and how we're. Uh, 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 I am so proud of where we are and that we are helping helping our membership and helping each other support each other through this uh, through this crisis. And uh, I, I can't thank you guys enough for, for the tireless efforts that you've done and, and been, being so nimble and so responsive to the membership. And thank you for putting this together. And yeah, we're, we're doing well here at Myers Park. Uh, we're, we got a great, a great leadership team who's, who, who's uh, being well received by the membership. So we're, we're doing well. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. Um, well, one thing you mentioned was the CARES Act and our advocacy response, um, but specifically clubs being sort of left out of the benefits of that. And we talked about it last week on the podcast as well. But do you want to share with us how um, how you think clubs are different from other sectors of the hospitality industry in, in terms of how they may recover and perhaps might be poised better for recovery over time from this experience? Well, first of all, I, I don't think that we're, we're obviously we're, we're, we're impacted by what's going on, but what the clubs are doing now to be relative to the membership as CMAA has done a wonderful job of being relevant to, to our membership. I, I just can't tell you how great uh, our clubs across the country to see all the posts this past weekend of how clubs have stepped out. And obviously we're all different in what's being restricted as it relates to golf or tennis or fitness and different levels of restrictions. 
it seems that universally clubs have the availability to do curbside. And the amount of curbside and to see all this, uh, all my friends out there uh, making a difference in people's lives and providing uh, all the food and uh, comfort and, and, and try to help our membership and our staff get through this. I know that uh, many cl clubs are doing the curbside and are, are they producing for the membership? They're overproducing and producing for the staff and making sure the, the staff has something to eat. And also what's left over going to harvesters or going to the doctor's offices, going to the first, the real first responders and uh, having the opportunity to pre present them with food and making sure that we are a huge part of the community and making a positive impact. And I think that is what making us different. And also we're, we're reaching out, not just using uh, the curbside, but using the, the grocery list. And in our area is called Fresh List, where we're reaching out to the farmers and working with them to provide them a, a, an avenue to uh, be able to sell their goods to, to our membership. And uh, I know many clubs are doing that. And I, it's just so great to see how the resolve of our membership, that we are not going to be knocked down and uh, we will get through this. And whether it's uh, uh, four weeks from now or four days or four months, we are constantly positioning ourselves. So when we do get out of this, we'll be ready to go to serve our membership and do it in a very safe and positive way. I am so proud of what we're doing as an association. It's working out very well. And it just shows you the leadership that we have and that we, we, we will get through this. And it just shows you why people belong to clubs is because of this and the caring that we have for, for our membership. Absolutely. Um, I think that's great, Mark. And I would like to commend the work that you guys are doing, especially to reach out to, uh, like you mentioned, farmers and giving them an avenue to sell their goods and vice versa to give your members an opportunity to buy fresh um, local food. Um, I think that's a win-win for all involved, for sure. Um, so what, what would your advice be for club management professionals as we are working through this time? And, you know, we're all faced with different adversity. Um, but, you know, what, what would you say to your peers and our members um, to kind of help them keep their chins up and, and stay calm and stay patient? Wow. You stole my two words. Uh, in the past class, <laughs> we, we didn't have one, but we had two sessions, one with the exec committee of CMAA, and also we had the opportunity to have a, a session with, with the entire board. And my, my good friend Mitchell, Mitchell Platt talked specifically about staying calm and staying patient. Uh, don't need your, take it all in, depend upon your key advisors, depend upon each other. Now, I look about what our foundation of our association is, is the words leadership, professionalism, education, and you guys are providing wonderful education for us. Uh, this is our opportunity to really show what kind of leaders we are. As we look at over the past uh, five or six years, we have a great growth in the industry, great growth in the economy. This is the time for us to really prove our value as leaders of our club and of our community. And, and let take advantage of this opportunity. What things can we do to be successful? How are we? We talked about doing stuff such as you know the the, the curbside and uh, helping our, our our communities. How are we looking at ourselves? How do we get reshape who we are? Um, what what things are are there to be available? I know that we're we're obviously why the CARES Act, but are we taking taking advantage of the uh, of the tax credits that are available? Are we looking at at our debt? A lot of clubs have a lot of debt on their books. Interest rates have never been lower. Are we are we working with our our, our partners, banks, or, or lending institutions to look at that? Can we find some opportunity there? So don't let this knock you down. Find the opportunities that you can, 
uh, and think about how we could grow as a club and as an association and uh, don't let this pass without taking advantage of, of those things. And uh, as someone said, people are selling. I think it's time for us to buy in some, some different areas and be, be proactive to it and, and, and be calm and be patient. That's excellent advice, Mark. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I, that wraps up the pre-program questions that we have. Melissa, does that bring to mind anything else that you wanted to talk about? No, but I think uh, Mark's words are a fitting way to end this podcast. Absolutely. Well, thank you both again for joining us today. We really appreciate the time. Um, I'm sure we've all spent way more time than we care to on video chat over the past couple of weeks. Um, but it is very nice to see both of your faces and, and talk with you today. So thank you again. Um, and my healthiest wishes to everyone right now, because we just have to stay well and stay home if you can. All right. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Jeff, for everything you've done for our association. Thanks, everybody. Great to be with you. Thank you.